Evening Chelsea fans, welcome back to another week of Chelsea Chat with me, Moose, and JB. Um, this week we're going to go through some bits and pieces around the Wren game, the Tottenham game, and then looking forward to Sevilla and the, um, and the Leeds game at the weekend. As always, don't forget to like, subscribe, and hit the bell notification and comment below with any of your thoughts around what we're going to talk around today. So JB, interesting week. Not as great as we've had previously, not a bad week by any stretch of the imagination. Um, let's kick off with the Ren game. So we've achieved, obviously, qualification into the last 16. Um, what were your thoughts on the game? Interesting. It's quite a slow game to start with. Yeah, I think um, it's, it's another one of those kind of games we've had this season where we go 1-0 up and then we just chill. Um, we think job done. We relax a bit um, and we don't really kind of go for the kill. Um, I mean, to, to start the game, you know, we, we I think we actually started it quite quickly, um, quite aggressively. Um, Werner had an absolute worldy of a chance uh, right at the beginning. Uh, absolute sitter should have buried that and that probably would have made it a completely different game. Um, but it, it opened up a little bit um, and some good work from Mason Mount. Uh, good ball through and managed to set uh, Hudson Odoi in for for the first goal, which was was good. Um, nicely finished, and then as I said, once that happened, we just sat back and we just chilled. We got a little bit sloppy in the middle. Uh, we gave them far too many opportunities. Uh, they looked well up for it, obviously uh, their first time in the Champions League, I believe, um, and so they obviously want to make an impression, and we kind of let them. Um, I mean, the striker didn't really have too much of a sniff most of the game. And then quite late on, obviously, he gets the uh, the equaliser and we're thinking, oh, no, like uh, not not ideal, not ideal, especially uh, with results in the other the other game. Um, wasn't going to be too good for us. Um, but yeah, thank God for Giroud comes on. And that, that goal was quite quite special because it, it really kind of, kind of come out of nothing, you know, like... Uh, Werner had his shot deflected up in the air and you just thought our oh, keeper's going to come get that or defender's going to clear that but never right off Giroud in those situations and he just came and buried it and it was uh, yeah quite a brilliant goal it was and do you know what we were talking around this um, before the podcast is last season's Chelsea we probably would have actually gone on to lose the game back off mm-hmm. that performance it's one of those ones where we're actually grinding out results off the back of poor performances. And I think that's just something that's really can't be underestimated in the fact that this season we're not we're not losing the games that we typically would have lost last season. We're defending well, we're playing well and we're getting the results. And I mean credit to Lampard to bring on Drew. Um he, he's he's probably unfortunately be un- underutilised just based on the talent that you've got available. Um, you can't really place him into the squad anytime soon. Um, but when he does come on, he does deliver. I think sort of the stat today um, for the, the Tottenham game is he's the second highest scoring sub um, in the Premier yeah. League. After the Jermaine, and he's sort of going, that's why you bring him on. I mean, it's why you're seeing a lot of clubs sort of snip around for a January deal for him. He's, I know he's 34, He's not getting as many game times as he probably deserves after his performance last season, but that's when you need him. It's, it's important to have an impact sub. Um, I don't think we've got another really amazing impact sub on the bench. Like you've got some great players, 
but they need a bit of time to build into the, the game. But Giroud with that, he's got that level of just sort of, well, he's a got experience, knows how these sorts of games play, knows how to come on and treat that sort of game. And he, he's got a very different style of football, which completely changes the way in which people have to try and sort of line up against us. He, he holds the ball up. He will poach a goal from anywhere and he knows how to get on the end of a, a great cross, um, which probably leads us on to very nicely into sort of the Tottenham game. Um, mm. Tottenham game today, um, I'm going to start with my frustration on the game. Um, a great performance by the lads, great to get a point, great to see us still challenging. I think we we saw a, a Mourinho masterclass from a defensive angle. You could tell from the first 30 minutes that Mourinho really wasn't going to go out and try and challenge us. He just wanted to grind a, a, a draw result. There was no one really chasing down the ball from the Tottenham side. Unfortunate from us because there were so many chances we should have taken. Um, and, and my point of contention here is we brought Giroud on far too late. Um, Tammy was struggling today. Not, I think so. He did a great job. Um, I'm not sort of knocking his performance. I think just he was the wrong player on the pitch. There was such good service today from Rhys James, from Ziyech, uh, even from Werner and, and Shilwell on the other side. But he just wasn't getting on anything. And, and today was a game of just pinging the ball at someone and hoping they can put it sort of to challenge Hugo Lloris. Yeah. And we just didn't seem to do any of that today. Um no, it was uh, as you said. It was very frustrating. I think at the beginning of the game, if you you know if you asked if I would have taken the point, probably would have said yeah. I would have been satisfied uh, at that point. Um, but yeah, but watching the game, it kind of it felt like uh, we we were putting stuff in there to create chances, but the chances were just kind of not appearing. And I think that would yeah that probably comes down to. Abraham just not been in the right places uh, on a fair number of occasions. Um, and yeah, I think that a lot of those opportunities were, were ones where Giroud would have probably buried it. Um, I think overall, um, Werner's had a tough couple of games. Um, his performance in the Ren game was very uh, off the pace. I think today he, he did better, but he just still wasn't sharp enough at the key moments, he just wasn't quite there. Um, I think Ziyech, he, some of his passes were just slightly off. Um, his crosses always, you know, are always on the money, but some of the passing in the midfield and um, interplay on the wings, sometimes it just didn't seem that the communication or the, the understanding with the players around him was there. Uh, so it was a few occasions where we just lost the ball in, in good areas for no reason at all. Um so yeah, it was just one of those. It was frustrating. It was a Mourinho kind of game. Um, you know, he always likes to set up in these big kind of games away, uh, away to a big club. So he likes to just sit back, um, don't lose, but try to win. You know, it's if if as long as you don't lose those games, he's happy. And uh, and yeah, we we kind of just got stuck in that kind of game. Um, positives though. Um, Kane, you barely knew he was playing half the time. Uh, same with yep. Son. Um, I think their biggest threat was probably Bergwijn, um, who again he you know he had one or two chances, but nothing major. Um, I don't think they had a shot on target the second half. Uh, so I think we 
on reflection, I think we were by far the better team, the more threatening team. Um, but yeah, it was a typical Mourinho kind of game, and and they managed to to hold on for a draw. It's it as you said earlier, you know that again. It's one of the kind of games we probably would have lost last season. Um, they would have hit us on the on the counter, and and we wouldn't have snuffed it out. But that's why you know, I, I, as we were talking earlier, I, I would say Kante was my man of the match because he just snuffed everything out in that midfield, didn't allow them to hit us on the break as often as they probably would have done, but in in previous years. Um, and just controlled it for us. Second half, the definitely the midfield improved. Uh, yeah. Kovacic was was helping us out. I think we were pressing a bit more when we lost the ball. Was that immediately after losing the ball, we would be you know you'd see Kante mount and Kovacic all just surround the player who had the ball, and it would just be a case of just pressure them and squeeze them until they lose it, and then we'd be on the attack again. And it looked so much better uh, if we if we played the second half. Um, sorry, if we played the first half the same way we played the second half, uh, I think we would have got got the win in the end. But it just uh, it wasn't meant to be. Yeah, and I think it's, what what it was interesting for me, as you say, masterclass by Kovacic and Kante in the middle of the field. It was one of those games that they just needed to soak up the pressure. They didn't for, for sort of the, the untrained eye probably looked like they didn't do too much, but just were amazing at just taking the, the pressure off. Um, the defensive sort of line and not allowing them to do the the counter attack that was obviously Mourinho's game plan. Um, I think for me, disappointing from our front sort of players in the uh, sort of Mount um, Werner, Tammy, Ziyech, we're used to better, um, but probably not unsurprising. It was one of those games where Mourinho just wanted to effectively negate our attacking line rather than counter-attack us. Like, it, if Mourinho had actually wanted to win the game, he probably would have brought on Bale, probably would have brought on more attacking-minded players at different games. He had a game plan, and I think he got the result he wanted. Um, for us, it's just disappointing. Um, I think for Werner, it was probably the wrong sort of game for Werner, if I'm going to be honest. It's one of those games that probably would have been better starting Pulisic or a Hudson-Odoi that just hits them with pace. Mm-hmm. Um, because I think that would have been harder for them to soak up pressure. And I think Timo's also probably, I know he played a lot of it last season um, for for Red Bull, but it is his, his, his best position is probably not out on the left wing. Um, it is in the middle, but it's got to be the right sort of game for him to play down the middle. Um, yeah. Tammy was the right sort of position to start with, but I think we just should have been quicker to react and understand how that game is being played. Yeah. Um, Tammy was obviously struggling. Giroud would have been better, and we literally just should have played onto the wings and hit the ball into the middle. Um, frustrating, but it keeps us in the title challenge. I think these sorts of games define your season. Um, not losing is a big part of that. Um, yeah. Winning would have been obviously ideal, would have taken us top, but I'll take it we're only sort of three points, is it? Seeing us yeah, it's... it's... Very tight now. That result has really kind of opened things up. I think for for a number of teams up in in the in the top. I think Tottenham have gone back to the top. I think Liverpool uh, are next up, and then we're there. Two, with two points Leicester. behind. So um, so we're there or thereabouts. It's just uh, we might it, we would have gone fourth. top with with the win. We would have we would have gone out right top. I think or uh, on goal difference, we would have been top um, if we'd won that game. So yeah, disappointing, but. It's better than a loss, you know. We didn't we didn't lose the game, um, 
and we, we're giving ourselves a good chance still to to push on. Uh, we've got some some fixtures, you know, the the games coming up in the league. I think it's uh, Leeds, Everton, uh, West Ham, and Wolves are our next four. Yeah. Um, so I mean, they're not easy games by any stretch of the imagination, especially you know Leeds playing very well this season. Um, West Ham, we always seem to struggle against, and they're even having a pretty good season. Um, Everton, you know, they're a good start. They seem to be a little bit more shaky at the moment. Um, I'd hope we can take advantage of that. Um, and then uh, Wolves, obviously, they're they're a very very strong side, never easy to beat. Um, so we've got some of those trickier fixtures, not the big teams, but those kind of um, peripheral teams. And yeah. so I think these will be the the games where we feel like we should be winning, um, but we could trip up. So I'm hoping to see us come out of that run um, leading into like the Arsenal game on Boxing Day in, in a good position. If we can get through that kind of uh, period, then then we'll be looking very, very strong, I think. Definitely. Um, I'll, I'll leave Leeds for a little bit. We'll, we'll, we'll jump into the Sevilla game, but um, I definitely agree. We, we need to gain some points over the next couple of games because we've got a very difficult Christmas break um, on, on Boxing Day. Obviously, Arsenal, then we've got Aston Villa at home, City, and then Leicester. So that's not an easy run of games. You don't really want to have any points dropped prior to that. You want to sort of lead into that with a positive that if you do drop points in those games, it doesn't hit you as hard. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's move on to the Sevilla game. Um, so we're already qualified. Um, I don't think he'll necessarily rest players. I think he won't necessarily have the full starting 11. There may be some sort of Kante or Kovacic I think will drop out. I think Thiago Silva would be rightly rested for this sort of game. Um, and bring in someone like a Christiansen or Rüdiger just to test their resolve. Because um, ideally, we still need to get top of the group. Um, that's that's still sort of there. It doesn't go away just because you've qualified. Um, but for me, just sort of a big one for us to sort of probably test out a few peripheral players just to see how we can bring them in. Also test out someone like Pulisic and those sorts of guys that are coming back from injury that we want to try and reintegrate into the squad. Um yep. I wouldn't be surprised if he starts Giroud um, purely on a sort of the fact basis that, you know what he has? He's been a great servant for the club since he's joined. Um, yeah. And I think he sort of deserves it a little bit. Um, be interesting to see his fit. I think that will be an interesting thing just to see the fixture line up. Um, obviously we'll still want to finish top of the group. Sevilla yeah. are not an easy squad to play against. Um, so we can just test our, resolve against some of the bigger clubs and also give us an opportunity to rest some of the key players. Um, yeah. Yeah. I think, um, you know, the last season we, we kind of found out just how hard it can be when you don't finish top of the group um, and then you get drawn up against Bayern Munich and gets slapped about, uh, which was not nice. And, but we, we, as you said, we also need to balance that with being able to rest some players. I think, Werner is screaming for a rest. I think he really needs a break. He's played every single game for us. I think he's started every single game for us. Um, the one time we wanted to, to rest him, Pulisic got injured in the warm-up and uh, Werner had to come in. So um, we definitely need to, to give him a break. And I think this could be the perfect opportunity. I know, you know, we want to finish top of the group, but it's not exactly um, a bad thing for, to have 
put uh, Pulisic come in and rest Werner um, and just kind of keep keep a similar team, but just a few changes here and there. You know, it, it could be a good game if uh, Gilmore is, is ready um, fitness-wise, maybe not start him because it would be his first game, but uh, bring him on for a few, you know, uh, maybe half an hour, second half. Um, and, and see how it goes from there. Obviously, if we win this game, then we will almost have won the group. So that's uh, that's going to be quite important. Um, yeah. So from my perspective, one of the things that I really like to see from this sort of game is probably see how they go and base a team around Havertz. Because I think what we've seen consistently this season is us struggle to fit him into the squad. You've got Mount, who's playing so well, who plays a very similar position to him. That it's very difficult to displace him based on our current system. You can't really play Havertz, Mount, Kovacic, Kante all at the same time. Um, so how do you try and integrate him into the squad and maybe just give him a, a focal point? Because he's struggled to hit the ground running. He's not hit the performances that people would have expected, but he's seen performances of other sort of players on the team probably take the limelight away from him, which is not a bad thing. Um, so I wouldn't mind seeing sort of a Havertz, a, a Pulisic, maybe a hudson Doy, a Giroud um, leading the line and then working out how we can maybe play some other sort of positions around there. I'd like to see a Rudiger start as well. Um, yeah. yeah, I think uh, Thiago Silva might be in for a rest, um, especially with the fact that we're traveling over to, to Spain for the game. So um, I wouldn't be surprised if he's left at home and he gets a rest. We've got quite a lot of Premier League games coming up. Um, and I, I think he, he might be one of those that we might be looking to rest for this game. And, and do you know who else I'd like to see rested is uh, Ben Chilwell. He's a player mm. that for us, that when I saw him go down injured earlier, my, my heart was yeah. in my mouth. Yeah. Um, I don't want to really see us lose him for mm. no reason. You, you can start on Emerson or I, I think Emerson realistically, Alonso seems to have fallen way out of favour since the beginning yeah. of the season. Um, but I think just playing an Emerson makes complete sense. Probably mm. giving Dave a game on the right right back. Yeah, I don't Mount think you'll see, might need a rest as well. Mason yeah, Mount do a rest. I don't think you'll see an overhaul to the, the extent that you've just heard us talk around there. But, yeah. um, but some of them will get a rest, I think. Some I think of them some of them will get a rest. And, and it'd just be interesting. I think we've got probably two starting 11s in our, our squad, and I'd just like us to see the other starting 11 try and, and work out how we try and integrate players into that. Um, so watch this space. I think I'm feeling positive. I think it'll probably be a draw again, if I'm going to be honest. Um, and I think it might even be one Score of those. Score draw would be a good good for us because I think that would put us top um, on away goals funny enough um, I think it would be because uh, it goes head to head I think and if we if it's a one all draw away then we would come out on top of that head to head so um, that would be uh, that would be not bad and, and Jamie what are your predictions so obviously we know that we're going through to the last 16 mm-hmm. um Obviously, going top, who would be your preference for sort of next round? Any any sort of picks out here? Um, a Oops. team that we can beat. 
<laughs> and a team that is not a big distance away. I think that's uh, what the the club will be looking at for sure as, as their two ideal um, scenarios. Um, obviously, we don't know who else is going to qualify yet, so it's, it's difficult to kind of pick who we would want. But uh, ideally, someone in in France or you know that kind of close proximity yeah. would be would be perfect because the least uh, we have to travel the better for for the rest of the players um and yeah so, someone that you know we can we should be able to beat uh on our on a good day so yeah uh, to be fair i think we can beat anyone on uh on our day when if we're all firing and everything comes together and clicks then we could beat anyone but uh, for that to happen, you know, you have to just be all hands on deck. It has to be the perfect performance. So, um, yeah, yeah, it's you know, I'm not expecting the Champions League win this season, but it would be nice to go to go fairly deep. You know, quarterfinals, semi-final, something like that. That would be uh, a big confidence boost. It'd be great experience for for the young players. Um, so, let's hope we can finish top of the group and get a couple of you know, at least one easy uh, draw for the next round and then see how it goes from there. Yeah. And just say, it's one of those seasons that I'd be quite happy with a quarterfinal. Um, that, that for me would be progress on last year, knowing that we're still in development. We're not aiming for Champions League. Obviously we're always aiming for Champions League, but um, knowing that it's probably going to be another buy-in sort of domination this season, we're sort of probably a couple of seasons off where the Bayern squad is. I mean, a couple mm. of seasons ago, you would have gone, Bayern's probably done. Um, and and now look where they are, where they brought in uh, Serge Gnabry and a number of other players where you're just sort of like... Yeah. Um, so looking forward to the weekend, Leeds, or as it's well termed on this podcast, Dirty Dirty Leeds. Um, what are your thoughts? Because... Leeds have had a very up and down um, start to the season. They've managed to beat Everton um, at the weekend, but then they've lost some key games. There's obviously an ex-Chelsea graduate um, leading the line there, doing very well. Um, but they seem to be found out by certain clubs. And what are your thoughts? Do you reckon we are one of those clubs that can start to well match against the the pace and energy that a team like Leeds are going to bring? Yeah, I think um, one benefit we have is that Lampard has played against um, this Leeds team as a manager. Um, obviously, um, when he had his derby season, he had some uh, big run-ins with uh, with Bielsa. Yeah, the the old Spygate uh, incident, but. He knows he knows Bielsa's way of playing. Um, he's beaten him um, as a manager in the playoff semi-finals, so big, you know, high stakes. Um, so he knows how to do it. It's it's not it shouldn't be a surprise to to Lampard. Whereas you know some of the other managers in the league might not uh, have a full understanding of of that style of play. So um, we have a bit of an advantage there, I would say. I'd hope. Um, it's, it's interesting because, you know, if you asked me a few weeks ago, I would have said, oh, you know, they're gung-ho. They score lots of goals, but they concede lots of goals. Their last two games, they had a 0-0 and a 1-0. So, um, kind of my my thought process was all out the window. Um, I, I don't know, to be honest with you. Leeds, it depends which Leeds turns up. depends which Chelsea turns up. It, it could be, you know, it could go either way. Um, 
you obviously know what? for me it's going to be a very similar game to to the Tottenham game not defensive wise but in the fact that they're going to hit us with pace and on the break mm. and I think it's going to be a need for players like Kante and Kovacic to once again step up um, and it's equally going to be more watching Reese James and Ben Chilwell in a more defensive manner mm. um, I think sort of I'd have quite a lot of confidence in someone like Zuma managing sort of to sort of keep Bamford quiet, but it's just managing that ability to switch from our attacking play into their counter-attacking play. Um, I think attackingly they're going to struggle with us, but they're not great defensively. Um, so we're really going to have to bring the game to them, but then equally control the game in that sort of manner. Um, you look at sort of the games they've lost, sort of Leicester, Crystal Palace, Arsenal drawn, um, sort of obviously you had sort of Liverpool sort of put them in their box at the start of the season, but I, th- I think you, you can't, they're, they're like one of these clubs that comes up, it was the Sheffield United of last season, there's always one that comes up and they always manage to catch the whole league on complete sort of, yeah, completely unaware by just the pace, the, yeah. the pace just... I mean, it'd be one of those one-season wonders, sort of people come in, sort of hit by pace, and then people learn and adapt to their game. Yeah. Um, equally, Leeds will probably struggle into the end of next year because the pace and the enthusiasm and the energy that Bielsa demands can't be kept for a whole season with this yeah. what they've got. Um, I don't think they're by any means out of energy at the moment, but I think we've just got to control the game, um, mm-hmm. is, is the honest thing. So I think a formation like we had today wouldn't be too indifferent to what we'd position for Leeds. Yeah, and I think like, their their team is quite matched to ours. I think it's a, a very kind of matched up matched lineup. I think you'll see um, the the fullbacks matching with the fullbacks. Um, I think that's going to be a very, very key battle. I think whoever can kind of pin the other fullbacks uh, back in their own half for the majority of the game, I think that's where the game's going to be won or lost. Yep. Um, I think the other key battle you're going to see is the midfield. Um, it'll be the, you know, who who dictates the game more, Kante or Calvin Phillips. Um, whichever one of those can kind of come out ahead. Not that they're going to be specifically battling against each other on, on the pitch, but... Um, whichever one of those will be the dictator of the of the match. Um, and I think that will be a massive part of who comes out on top of that game. Um, it's, a, it's a really exciting game. It's uh, it's one of those, as a Chelsea fan, Leeds coming back into the Premier League. It's one of the first ones I looked out for when the when the fixtures come out. Um, obviously, the big, big rivalry we have there, um, stemming back to before we were born, you know, um, and it's 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 good to finally see a Chelsea Leeds game. I was actually at the last uh, Chelsea Leeds game at uh, Stamford Bridge, yeah. uh, Ranieri's last game in charge of, of Chelsea, um, all those years ago. And I was just a little lad. That's how long ago it was since they were in the Premier League. And what a journey it's been since then. But I think I think so. for me, um, I'd like to see quite a, an offensive. So I'd like to see Pulisic. I'd like to see. Um, do you, do you know what? I'd, I'd probably like to see Pulisic, Hudson, and Dorian Werner lead the line for that game, um, hitting them with pace mm. and, and just watching them because their defence 
has been caught out so many times this season. Um, I think with that pace and trickery, I think could be quite a, an interesting lineup. Um, what are your thoughts? What are you going to go for on a, a score prediction? Um, I think, as I said at the beginning, I think the the fact that Lampard understands their their way of playing uh, is going to benefit us. So I think it'll be a a three one win for Chelsea. I'm going to go two 0 um, So uh, I've gone safe, but I'm uh, I'm definitely uh, confident in our ability there. Well, I've got uh, Bamford in my fantasy team, so if if they're going to score it, it should be him. <laughs> I might have to bring him in after seeing Jimenez go off injured, but I might leave him out for until another week's time, bring someone else in just as a, a make weight. Um I think sort of one of the things sort of what we'll obviously do next week, we'll we'll go through into sort of the, the weeks going forward. We'll we'll also do a bit of a review as to sort of a few seats sort of a few uh, games in who we think sort of are our best first eleven up next next week. Um, and then uh, look forward to sort of our run of games and go through that. Um, as always, feel free to comment, like, subscribe, and hit the bell notification. Um, we'd love to hear your thoughts as to the upcoming games, but also how uh, Chelsea fared over the last couple of games too. And all that's left to say is, you stay classy, Chelsea fans.